Chapter 11 The Secret Hannah snuggled down in her hideaway. She ate the biscuits her dad had left and felt contented. She closed her eyes and listened to the variety of sounds around her. She wondered how many birds lived amongst these trees. In the distance, she could hear a loud thudding noise like some sort of aircraft. She pushed some branches aside to view the sky, and sure enough, a large green helicopter with two rotors was heading straight towards her, flying very low. The earth shook as the helicopter flew directly overhead before turning inland. It was a bit frightening. Hannah knew there was an army camp nearby, and sometimes she heard gunfire in the distance. It didn't take long for the busy bird song to return after the passing of the helicopter, and Hannah once again peered through her binoculars. On the opposite riverbank, Hannah spied a squirrel on a branch. She could see his nose twitching, sniffing the air. His bushy tail made sharp, sudden movements. She watched as he ran rapidly up the trunk to a higher branch before running to the very end, precariously perching on a thin, twiggy wood. He was looking intently across the canal, his eyes searching for something. But what? Suddenly, something hit the squirrel from above, knocking him off balance. He scrambled to stay on the branch, twigs flying everywhere, as he struggled to get to a thicker part of the tree. Steadying himself, the squirrel stood motionless, save for his nose twitching. The next second, a pinecone came hurtling through the air, hitting the little grey squirrel squarely. This time, he dug his claws into the tree before racing full pelt up the trunk. He disappeared from view, hidden in a mass of branches. When he appeared again, he was frantically chasing another squirrel from the tree. Round the tree they careered, descending manically down the trunk and out into the open before tumbling across the grass to the water's edge. With a big push, the little squirrel knocked his attacker off balance and he fell into the water with a splash. Hannah hadn't realised squirrels could swim, but this one certainly could, and he made for the opposite bank, doggy paddling his way across. Upon reaching the other bank, he shook himself off and darted back into the trees out of sight. The other squirrel, too, had disappeared into the undergrowth. Silly squirrels, said a voice from somewhere nearby. Hannah looked but couldn't see where the voice had come from. It was a funny-sounding voice, a bit high-pitched and rasping. I'm here, said the voice. Hannah looked up and there, brilliantly camouflaged, was an owl. Hannah nearly fell over with surprise and stood dumbfounded. The owl had long ears mottled light and dark brown fur, and piercing yellow eyes. Its sharp claws were wrapped around a branch, and it looked rather regal, resplendent with long wings that hung like an expensive coat. It appears you have chosen to make a home for yourself here, quizzed the owl. Still in shock, Hannah falteringly replied, Um, well, not exactly a home. Um, it's just a den, really. What's the difference? said the owl. Um, well, I'm not going to be living here. I'm just, like, hanging out here, explained Hannah nervously. Hanging out, said the owl suspiciously. Yes, I'm just here for today. I'll be gone soon, Hannah said, resisting the urge to pack up and run. The owl shuffled on the branch. Well, I don't mind, said the owl. Hannah couldn't read the owl's emotions. She thought it was upset. Then it seemed to be okay, but his voice was quite monotone and expressionless, so it was hard to tell. A silence ensued and Hannah took the opportunity to start gathering a few things together.
What's that? asked the owl as Hannah picked up her binoculars. These? Oh, they're binoculars. They help you see further, said Hannah, trying to be enthusiastic. The owl stared unblinkingly. Hannah slowly lifted the binoculars up to the owl's eyes. It turned its head to look out of the trees, already able to see eight times further than Hannah. The addition of the binoculars gave the owl incredible eyesight. It just stood staring. After a long couple of minutes, Hannah asked the owl if it was okay. I am looking, said the owl blankly. Another few minutes passed and Hannah's arm was beginning to ache. She slowly lowered the binoculars away from the owl. Blinking, the owl swiveled its head to regard Hannah in the light that was now rapidly fading. Those binoculars could be useful to me, the owl said, unknowingly mispronouncing the name. My granddad gave them to me as a present, said Hannah, clutching the binoculars to her chest. Maybe you could borrow them, suggested Hannah, trying desperately to think of a way out of this awkward conversation. Borrow, said the owl. Was that a question or a request, thought Hannah. She couldn't tell. You know, she'll lend them to you, said another voice, which was altogether more expressive than the owl's. Hannah hadn't noticed the arrival of an animal that was now sitting just a short way from her. The stunning red fox sat licking its paws. He does know what you mean. He's just being awkward, said the fox with a grin. This was too much. First an owl, now a fox. Hannah stood open-mouthed. The fox's grin displayed many teeth and Hannah shuddered. Don't be scared, said the fox. We're quite friendly, really. What's your name? Hannah, said Hannah, still not able to believe she was talking to a fox. She had only ever seen them briefly. Now she stood a metre away talking to one. Pleased to meet you, said the fox, raising a paw for Hannah to shake. I'm Nuna, and his name is Kajika said Nuna, motioning towards the owl. So, when could I lend the binoculars? said Kajika, having no time for pleasantries. Um, well, maybe tomorrow, suggested Hannah. He wasn't really very keen to lend them at all to anyone, leastways an owl. How do you think you can use them on your own? asked Nuna. It's not like you can hold them up to your eyes, is it? she mocked. Maybe Hannah could just help you use them, or something. You'd be willing to help the old bird, wouldn't you, Hannah? Nuna said in a slightly unnerving grin. I guess so, agreed Hannah, regaining her composure. Hannah decided it was time for her to ask some questions. I'm sorry, she said, but I've never spoken to animals before. I mean, I didn't even know animals could speak. Am I dreaming or something? No, you're not dreaming, said Nuna. A small number of us have learned to speak with humans, some better than others. We've listened and learned, but of course we have our own languages too. Fish have theirs, birds have theirs, and some language we share. Often we communicate without words, but it's still language. So why don't you talk more? How come I haven't heard it before, said Hannah. Well, like I said, not many of us have bothered, and it takes a long time to learn. Some don't even live long enough to attempt it. Nuna's speech was exceptional and pleasant to listen to. 
She was expressive and had a kindly manner that put Hannah at ease. Even the flashing teeth as she spoke seemed less menacing now. As the light faded, Hannah became aware of bats flying in the half-light. She knew it was probably after five and Mum would soon be looking for her. Sure enough, she heard the familiar sound of Mum calling in the distance. I have to go now, said Hannah. I'm sorry, I'll come here tomorrow if you will be here, she asked as she started to untie parts of the den. I will be here, nodded Nuna. Kajika felt no need to confirm his intentions and merely blinked in the murkiness. I'm coming, Mum, Hannah hollered as she heard her mum shouting once again. Goodbye, Kajika. Goodbye, Nuna, said Hannah as she skipped away with her den kit and binoculars. The two animals watched as Hannah joined her mother on the path and began to make their way towards home. Well, that's opened a rabbit warren, said Nuna. I thought we'd decided it was too dangerous to talk to humans. Kajika remained silent. Nuna shook her head and made her way through the trees, her brilliant red tail flowing gracefully behind her. She looked up at the rising moon and wondered what the future would bring, now that their secret was out.